Welcome to Excel Roundup. This is Deborah Dalgleish from Contextures.com. In this week's Excel Roundup, June 8th, 2015, you can learn more about Excel's date formats, see how to create a better dashboard, and get into nested if formulas and lots of other tips. One of the articles I found this week was by a math teacher, Mohamed Ladek, and he says if he could only use one piece of software in his classroom, he would choose Excel. On his blog, you can see some examples of how he's using Excel in the classroom. He's got some self-marking workbooks. There is a random question generator, which you could use for practice sessions. And he has a presentation tool that's based on Excel. So you can take a look at those and perhaps get some ideas for your own classroom if you're a teacher or if you're a parent, use some of these ideas at home. There's a dashboard video that you can watch this week. The presenter is Stephen Hughes, and the video is hosted by the Excel BI virtual chapter of the PASS BA conference. The video is about an hour long. The first four minutes have some announcements, so you can skip right to the four-minute mark and get started. In many workbooks, dates are needed in one way or another. If you're keeping track of orders or other kinds of records, you usually have a date. They can cause some problems. You try and format them and things don't go exactly the way you expect. Doug Jenkins has a detailed look at how Excel handles the display and entry of dates. So you can take a look at his article to get a better understanding of how this works, especially if you're using different regional settings. Once you've learned how to create some simple formulas in Excel, you might want to improve your skills and start creating more complex formulas. And Glenn Feechen looks at how you can build a nested if formula. So if something, and then other ifs inside of that to create something a little more complicated. And for a simpler fix, Anne Emery looks at charts. When you create one, a column chart or a bar chart, those bars or columns might be fairly far apart. She shows how you can make your chart look better just with a simple change to the setting in the chart. On my blog this week, I took a look at pivot table layout and how you can move fields around. Someone asked if it's possible to move things without dragging, and yes it is. It's easiest, I find, to just drag the fields inside the pivot table field list. Just grab the button and drag it from row to column or column to the report filter area. But if you'd prefer not to use the mouse, there aren't any commands on the ribbon that help you move them, but you can use right-click menus. You can even use the keyboard to move into the pivot table field list and select items there. And there's a drop-down arrow on each field button that's in the pivot table layout, so you can use those drop-down menus to choose where to move an item without dragging it. There's lots in the Excel Roundup this week, June 8th, 2015. So go take a look at the blog and get the links. Thank you for listening to Excel Roundup. This is Deborah Dalgleish from Contextures.com. To get the links from today's Roundup, please visit www.contextures.com 
slash podcasts.